Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Dustin Gold of the Dustin Gold Standard Podcast right here on pain.tv slash gold. And you are listening to the Dustin Gold Nugget. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight, episode 150 drops at midnight. And we are going to continue our investigation into America's first, they say, smart city, Coral Gables, Florida. We're going to break down the rest of the city's marketing and why you would want to move to Coral Gables, invest in Coral Gables, open a business in Coral Gables. And then we're going to take a look at the city's innovation hub platform that allows its citizens to connect up to the smart city. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll talk about that when I get back. My name is Dustin Gold right here on pain.tv slash gold. And you are listening to the Dustin Gold Nugget. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Nugget. My name is Dustin Gold of the Dustin Gold Standard Podcast right here on pain.tv slash gold. As I said before that short commercial break, folks, this is episode 150. It's going to drop at midnight tonight, and we are going to continue our investigation into the anatomy of a real-world smart city. As I said, I'm just sick of talking about things in abstractions. We have a real-world smart city, Coral Gables, Florida, right here in the United States. There's several others, but Coral Gables is pushing to be on the forefront. So I said, let's delve into this. Let's take a look at this. Let's see what a real smart city actually looks like. So tonight I get into... The three guys that are actually, and I'm sorry, ladies, it's three men that are actually running this city. The mayor, the city manager, and the director of IT and innovation. All three of these folks are engineers. They come from an engineering background. And so as I point out, when you go back to the history, the foundation of technocracy, all the way back to Technocracy Incorporated growing out of 1919 there at Columbia University, headed up by Howard Scott. There's three major principles when it comes to a technocracy. One, it's led by scientists, engineers, and technologists. And we know for a fact that the bankers are also behind it, although the technocrats like to say they wanted politicians and bankers out of the way. They were funded by the bankers because technocracy is just a control system. It's just a form of control. And that's what the bankers have always been about, power and control. So a technocracy is led by, managed by, governed by the scientists, engineers, and technologists. So you have these three guys 
sitting there in charge of uh, Coral Gables, these uh, three engineers, the mayor, the city manager, and the director of IT and innovation. All right. Now, what you're going to start to see here as we go through the marketing piece we started in episode 149, this is put out by the city. And they like to brag about all the different awards they've won and all these different commissions and committees and groups and associations having to do with smart cities. And we see the main guy, sort of the brain behind this, the director of IT, he's affiliated with an organization that is partnered up with the G20. All right. And so this guy is taking orders, as far as I'm concerned, and we'll further investigate this, from the top. Technocracy is a top-down model, not a bottom-up model. The city is not being built from the bottom-up. These ideas don't come from the bottom-up. All this has to do with UN sustainability, a lot of the stuff that Maria Albanese, co-host of the Thomas Paine podcast on Fridays, has talked about. So we're going to go through the rest of this marketing piece. You're going to see how the city pitches itself as it tries to encourage folks to move there, to stay there, to open businesses there, to invest there in Coral Gables. And then we're going to walk through what's called the Innovation Hub. It's basically a website where the city allows the citizens, under the guise of transparency, to connect with all of the tools, all of the sensors, all the Internet of Things, all of the data, all the analytics, everything that they are monitoring and collecting, you can connect up to that. Well, when you start to go through the website itself, it is such a joke. It is built like a 1985 website designed by a third grade Indian guy. Hello, we built the website for the city of Coral Gables. I don't know if you guys have ever worked with Indians in tech. I've done it. And I'm telling you, it's an Indian guy that built this. The graphics are terrible. The user interface is horrendous. Um, if this was for real, and this was to benefit the citizens, as they say, and not just to lock the citizens into a free-range prison yard, there would be a nice app. One mobile app, you'd be able to access everything, uh, and it would actually work. Well, this is just a matrix of broken links. Uh, they link you up to analytics that are hosted on a third-party website. For instance, if they're partnered with a company who's tracking um, traffic data, pedestrian walking data, you end up on some Indian design platform with analytics. They're real analytics, but you can't really understand it. It does no good for like the average citizen at all. Now, you know inside the control room in the neural network headquarters hub, that they have here in the city, they're getting access to the real data. They are able to police and control all of the people inside. Uh, in fact, they allow folks to hook up their Amazon rings and their smart doorbells to the city to help the city collect more data. They have the ability for you to do real-time police reporting where you can film or take pictures and upload them to the police. So literally everyone is walking around working for the government, helping build the prison yard that they live inside. What they don't realize is you're not helping catch criminals. You're helping catch yourself. Because if you live inside this city, you are in fact the criminal. That's how the city sees it, folks. You're a threat to the city government. Therefore, you are a criminal. Why do you think they're tracking everything? So anyway, you go through the site. 
Uh, most of the links are broken. Most don't really work. And then they have a list of all these mobile applications they promote that are run by the city. And what most of them are is third-party companies they partner with, like parking meter companies where you can pay for your parking meter online. It's, it's just all about extracting money from people. And people go, well, it's convenient because I can pay my parking meter right from my phone. Why should you have to pay for parking in the city that you pay taxes to live in in the first place? See, no one ever really gets down to the root cause anymore. No one ever really questions, well, what do we need this for? Why don't we just reduce the size of our government? I mean, they actually say that they're providing real-time pedestrian data to shop owners in the shopping districts so that the shop owners know how many people walk past their window and how many people stop to look at their advertising displays in the window. And so they can start to figure out what times they should be open. Why is a city government providing this data in the first place? And that's not what it's about. The city is tracking the street and then telling the business owners that they're doing this for their own good when in fact what they're probably doing is running this through analytics to tell them how many people went into the shop and how many people left with bags and so that the city inspectors could come down and the tax department and harass people and tell them they want more money from them. I mean, that's at the end of the day, that's what it's always about. And yet the shop owners fall for this nonsense. Uh, I go through some information on supposedly that 94% of the people in the city love it, they think it's great. Well, I know that's a lie because anyone who tries to interact with the website would find that it's broken and it doesn't work and it doesn't live up to a so-called technological utopia. So I'd love to get down on the ground and film a documentary here, Anatomy of a Real World Smart City. I want to see how many people in Man on the Street actually know they live in a smart city, how many people... Uh, figured out if this stuff is a sham, if it's actually working, how many people end up getting parking tickets in the mail. Oh, it's a great smart city. Every month I get $392 in parking uh, parking tags sent to me uh, because uh, it's a great city. No, it goes after the criminals. It's fantastic. I mean, these people are living in a free-range prison. Unfortunately, uh, my conclusion is this. If this is being built... Um, in your city, coming to a town near you, you're going to have to just flee. Uh, because with all the cameras and all the facial recognition and everything they have up, I just don't know how you could navigate that, even if you wanted to. You are walking around uh, in a prison yard. That's what it is. Uh, there's no doubt about it. And then again, all of the technology they claim they're giving you as part of being part of this is just garbage, nonsensical stuff that does no good. I mean, I clicked on a link there that said uh, information about the trolleys. You would think it was going to be an app or something where you could uh, buy a trolley ticket and look at the schedule. It was literally a graphic file, a thumbnail of a Google Maps screenshot of about 20 thumbtacks just showing the stops where the trolley comes, and you can't even see it, folks. So join me tonight in episode 150. Drops at midnight. We're going to go through the anatomy of a real-world smart city for stupid people because you have to be stupid if you want to live inside one of these things. Ladies and gentlemen, leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcast. Think about dropping us a donation over at donorbox.org slash Show. Or you can join us over at pain.tv slash gold for less than $9 a month. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold of the Dustin Gold Standard Podcast right here on pain.tv slash gold. And this is the Dustin Gold Nugget. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control 
in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold.